Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Numbers 13. Spies view the land. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send out for yourselves men so that they may spy out the land of Canaan, which I'm going to give to the sons of Israel. You shall send a man from each of their father's tribes, every one a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran at the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the sons of Israel. These then were their names from the tribe of Reuben, Shemua, the son of Zechor, from the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Ori, from the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Joseph, from the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, the son of Nun, from the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu, from the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi, from the tribe of Joseph, from the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi, from the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gamali, and from the tribe of Asher, Sether, the son of Michael. From the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Zosi. From the tribe of Gad, Gilel, the son of Maki. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, but Moses called Hosea, the son of Nun, Joshua. When Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, he said to them, Go up there into the Negev, then go up into the hill country. See what the land is like, and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many. How is the land in which they live? Is it good or bad? And how are the cities in which they live? Are they like open camps or with fortifications? How is the land? Is it fat or lean? Are there trees in it or not? Make an effort then to get some of the fruit of the land, 
Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin, as far as Rehob, at Lebo Hamath. When they had gone up into the Negev, they came to Hebron, where Aiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak, were. Now, Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkel, and from there cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes, and they carried it on a pole between two men, with some of the pomegranates and the figs. That place they called the valley of Eshkel, because of the cluster which the sons of Israel cut down from there. The Spies Reports When they returned from spying out the land, at the end of forty days, they proceeded to come to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Thus they told them and said, We went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, we saw the descendants of Enak there. Amalek is living in the land of the Negev, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites are living in the hill country, and the Canaanites are living by the sea and by the side of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are too strong for us. So they gave out to the sons of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone in spying it out is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great size. There also we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, and part of the Nephilim. And we became like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. In Numbers 13, which is still in the Torah portion week of Shelach, which means send, you can see this is another um, example of them being sent out. But one of the things about this story that kind of stands out to me is the fact that God told them that um, that land over there, I'm delivering it to you. He told them, just because of your obedience to me, I'm going to completely deliver all of your enemies, all of your adversaries. You're going to find victory. You're going to go in. That will be given to you. I will freely give it to you. And as we do as human beings, and the way of man, we said, well, well, fine. We want to go ahead and before we go and take that, let's assess the situation. Now, I don't have any problem with assessing a situation. You know, if, if God says, uh, this is what I'm going to give to you and deliver to you, it is important for us to count the cost, to count, you know, the resources that we have available. To he, God did every bit of that and he showed an example of that as he was in the beginning of Numbers, taking an assessment of all of his men of war, all of the military, all of the ones available to help in the fight. So he looked at what he had available. But then also, I don't have a problem with them assessing the the obstacle or their adversary and looking ahead and saying, okay, 
let's take a look at the landscape of the people and where we should most appropriately you know attack from but the problem is well as you see Caleb he didn't have a problem with it and neither did Joshua they both felt confident like well we should do it now God said we're going to have victory let's attack let's do it now that we've seen let we've assessed the situation let's make a plan and attack but that's not what happened because in taking the assessment fear set in and they kept looking at not the just assessing the obstacles but they started really judging valuing and looking at those obstacles as bigger than they actually were and so the enemy got them the spiritual enemy got them to stop right in their tracks so how many times do we do that in our lives when god has said I'm going to give you this, or he's called us to a specific task or a, a, some calling or ministry and something. And then we come up with reasons as to why we shouldn't do what God has called us to do. I mean, I think that if you're facing a decision and if you have two options and one of the options brings up more feelings of fear, I remember that that's a tool of the enemy. Maybe the enemy doesn't want you to go down that path because that's the one that God wants you to go down. So, Father, I, I'm so excited that your word is full of examples of how we should do things. And I ask that you could just um, help to bring clarity that when you've called us to do something, that we can see a more clear picture. Or if we don't, we can still move to action, but in pursuit of your direction rather than our own. Your word says that your word will guide our feet. Father, I just pray that as we move to action, we would also look for that guidance and draw closer to you, not farther away. And Father, please help us that the enemy does not be just manipulate situations to seem so much bigger than they actually are because we know you are bigger than all things. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.